0: Hello, and welcome to Tuesday Matinee number 10, presented by Ridgeview Drive and Age of Radio. Tuesday Matinee is a bi-monthly podcast where we review films, talk movie news, occasionally discuss technical aspects of filmmaking, and just shoot the shit about all things cinema. I am your host, Jared Watson, and with me is Charles Terrell. Hey. It uh, says here that we saw Parasite, but uh, we Fuck, uh, I Fuck, I need to see it. Brandon and I saw Parasite a few weeks ago, and we, uh... We record a podcast that uh, we lost the footage or whatever to, so it is gone, lost into the void. So, um, what 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 did we see? Who you and me? Yeah. Oh, oh Knives kn- Out. Knives,
1: yeah. I, honestly, I, I have a hard time remembering the name because I want to say um, Ready or Not for whatever reason. I because I have those two movies kind of associated together because I think that's when I first started seeing trailers. Oh yeah, both, maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. I just somehow associate both. Uh, I mean, both are good.
0: <laughs> Spoiler. I liked this one a lot more.
1: Yeah, this one felt a lot more polished. Like,
0: I love the other one because it
1: feels like a little bit, uh not grittier, but kind of kind of in that direction. I, I, I'm kind of talking vague because I can't really explain it. Oh, right. It feels a little bit more amateurish. Uh, Wait, f- which one? Uh, readier, readier Oh, nine. yes, I agree with that. Like, not in a bad way, in a very charming, like, oh, no, I just enjoy this kind of way. Um, this one feels like, yeah, no, it's very polished. There's, you know, it's well confined to get confined. Um, probably wrong wordage there, but, yeah.
0: I'm just rambling now. <laughs> uh, I I actually really, really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I I. F- feel like I've said
1: earlier that I watched a movie that I was like, okay, this is my favorite movie of the year. But now I don't remember what that was, and I would have to say this one is.
0: Yeah.
1: Because it just, it, like, I don't know if I would say it's an amazing movie. I would just say I'm just, I just I just was in, in, enthralled by it. I just yeah, watched it. Yeah, I just like, how you're enjoyed supposed to it
0: the whole way through. And I... And I thought about it. I've been thinking about it a lot, actually. Yeah,
1: I, I don't think I was like cri- like critiquing the movie. I feel like when a movie's kind of like not capturing my full attention, I start going, "Okay, what's wrong? What's doing this?" This one, I was just like, it just in uh, you know into the story and to the the Who Done It kind of aspect, in which they did that well. The whole just like, oh, who killed them? Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't know how else I could say it without like you know getting into spoiler territory because I. Wouldn't want to spoil this movie at all.
0: I would definitely say, like, uh, like I made the joke um, that Ryan Johnson finally, like, was able to actually defy my expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: like th- this is the kind of perfect because um, I think we were talking earlier. In hindsight, it really makes sense on why the studio, at least for the perception. Of why the studio let him have so much control and do whatever he wants with the the Star Wars movie that he had, yeah. With his whole he wants to defy expectations, which I think that's that's what he enjoys. That's what he's he's trying to build with a movie. That's right. Everybody yeah. kind of has a theme or an idea that they want to get across with their media. His is he wants you to think it's going one way and he just pulls the rug underneath you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and given the full choice in the Star Wars one, he probably would have done something really great. But at the end of that movie, it has to all wrap up in a way that sets up the next one. And I think the reason why they let him just like kill everything off, get rid of everything was it made it an easier. Um, it made the decisions easier later on, on what to write for the third one. Right. Yeah. It's like, basically you can start over from scratch. So you don't have to have this continuing through plot, which really sucks. Cause like when you want a saga, three, ep- three movies, that's what you're trying to do is convey a huge idea or multiple ideas that, all share the same theme and that's not going to happen with this star Wars trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause you could say like, I don't know how many movies can actually do that. Cause it's always, if it's a new franchise, it's always the first movie that comes out and then two and three are kind of a package deal. They're basically one movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, oh, oh, right. Yeah. And so like, you can't really do that with three movies all the time. Cause that's a lot of money. And so that. Yeah, long story short that kind of explains like why they let him do whatever he wanted to do because it at the end of the day it didn't really matter and it's going to be a star wars movie the next one it's like okay don't kill off this character this character and this character yeah the rest right of free game just let us know yeah time before you start writing it and so that's why i feel like the second movie if he ended it like uh we brought it up i think before if he ended it with ray and um Kylo Ren teaming up, it's like oh, oh, the light and the dark teaming up. That's actually a right, yeah. Yeah, great divergence of like what happens in Star Wars. It's like something that's been alluded to all the time of this gray area. But then the movie continues on for another 30 minutes to an hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
1: has to wrap up all these storylines and do all this. And so that's what kind of takes it away. Whereas in this one, um, he, he has full control. He can actually craft exactly. a story around it. It's yeah. not IP before. So you don't have these extra ancillary things that you have to put in. Um, although I felt like a couple characters were kind of, you know, didn't really need to be necessary.
0: Oh, um, I don't know. I didn't really think about it.
1: The the youngest boy.
0: Oh yeah, he, I
1: guess he, he was kind of just like a, a a little like gear in like this like a uh, right yeah this mechanism that he was building. And then I guess Meg kind of. Well, no, she was. I guess she was important because she was kind of like the. Well, emotional support for
0: yeah. Um, the one I see, I don't I want
1: to say who the main character is.
0: That's no, I I agree with that
1: because it focuses. Yeah, it focuses on a couple of people, and some of them kind of like to different degrees take different backstages. Yeah. and some of them make sense. Like one character, he's like, "Oh, that's, that character kind of two dimensional." It's like, "Well, actually, no, that's how that person is." It's like, "Okay, that actually makes sense." Yeah, yeah. Like he's just a two dimensional person. I'm talking about like the the father, um not the one with the cane.
0: Oh no, yeah, okay, so I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, like he's just kind of a piece of shit, two-dimensional, whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, I think um I think every character kind of like felt like has their role. Yeah. Like like um cause I don't want to say too too much because like I think everybody should uh go into this as blind as possible, mm-hmm. but one character I feel like was meant to be like the one non-asshole character that's part of the family. But then there's kind of a part where you're like, oh, maybe that person is kind of just like the rest of their family.
1: I felt like that was with a couple people. Like, they were like, okay, they're kind of assholes in certain things, but they seem like a good person. Right, yeah. But then you're just kind of like, are they, are they not? And that's, that's actually kind of like a cool thing about this movie is these characters do have depth to them. Yeah. They're not so cut and dry. Like... That's the whole point. It's like, okay, who has the motive? It's like, well, no one's actually villainous, really. So you can't really tell. right? It's just to kind of like... I could
0: make an argument for one character. Well, I should turn that down. Well,
1: at first it seemed kind of like, yeah, this character seems like this way. Right. And then they kind of like start to... Because they kind of focus on each character a little bit. Yeah. To kind of like give a little bit more depth to what's going on with them. And you start to realize like, oh, there's more going on. It's not just surfacey, because at first you're just like, oh, you know, this character is kind of a bitchy character, blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. Like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis character, she's like super business and she's, you know, just talk straight. And then you see like a quiet moment where she's kind of like crying and it's like, oh, oh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And it's like, yeah. So he did a good job of like having these characters. They all have a facade, but that doesn't mean that they're a bad character. That just means like that's that person putting on a mask because they don't want to show their true selves. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. his whole family is like really like. Not cutthroat at by any means, but a little bit. <laughs> like, oh. like, it's almost like there's rivalries throughout yeah. the years. Because, like, their dad's... A, the whole point is their dad's a successful um, mystery writer. He's built this empire. He's got all this money. And then he just dies. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's suicide. It's like, don't think it's suicide. And so they're trying to figure out, oh, did somebody kill him? And everybody's like, nobody killed him. He killed himself. And it's just like... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Yeah, that's why none of these characters seem like bad guys at all, and that's kind of the point. Right, They yeah. just They have their, their family like issues, some dirty you, laundry, but
0: some of them... Do you think that there was commentary on classism? Uh,
1: I don't think he was making commentary. I think he was just showing how people who think they know what they're talking about sometimes just don't know what they're talking about. yeah. Because there's a couple rich characters that are just like, no, well, you work hard, and then someone point out like you worked hard because you had a million dollar loan from our father. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, again, I think it was it was a little bit of commentary without being a commentary. Yeah. Which that's. Well, I mean, I, I think the there was. Way to do that. I think.
0: I think there was some things sure. to be said about like entitlement and, um, greed.
1: Well, I think that's yeah. That's this whole family. Their their father's
0: rich. And right. So, like yeah. That that's
1: just. I think that was natural. That's just like, okay, this is how it's gonna be and so you have some characters that, you know or some of the family that are don't see it that way, like, oh, they're the liberals. It's like, oh well you're Nazi, like you know Right, yeah. But I don't know if that was commentary or if like Ryan Johnson has in his family has people like that. Because we all have our families tend to, you know, a lot of people you have the people that are more leftist, more rightist on politics right. and stuff and that's how what happens when family comes together. That's what creates classing clashing. clashing. Yeah. So I don't know if there was commentary there or if that was actually just real and so it, perceived there, kind of a meaning behind it.
0: Because there was almost like there was even a point where, like, there's a character that you're kind of, like, thinking to yourself, oh, this is someone who's more on the left of the politics and mm-hmm. and they, you know, they believe in wealth dis- distribution and everything. But there was kind of a point where it came down to it and they're like, when it comes down to it, they, they don't want to lose what they have. I.
1: I think it was,
0: yeah, it's all just, they're all elitist. Yeah. Whether the side of the the
1: political spectrum, yeah, that was the point. was like, yeah, yeah, they're just elitist.
0: (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, you look at real life billionaires, like Warren Buffett can go on and on all day about how there needs to be a wealth tax and all this, but the fact is he still has billions of dollars that could be going to charity and shit, so... Again, I, I don't
1: know if that's commentary, because you also have to look at the director's social status, and it's like, did he come from, I, I actually don't know, did he come oh, from Oh, actually, I have no idea. So, yeah. like, you know, again, he might just be kind of like, again, I don't know if he put that in the movie, or if that's just perceived, too. It, yeah. It's hard to tell, because, like, when good commentary in a movie happens, it's not ham-fisted, it doesn't hit you over the head. Right, yeah. Unless it needs to, there, there's a good way, or a right way to do that as well. Oh, of course, Yeah. But most of the times, like oh, I'm just trying to just put an idea out there, and let everybody kind of think for themselves, not telling you how to think. And so when somebody kind of just puts something, just like oh, I've seen this before. This is what people fight about with this politics stuff. Yeah. Um, because you like, it seems like he might take like more on this one. Sorry guys, it's politics. Sorry. <laughs> might take like um the leftist side, but then he makes all the leftists look like liberal artsy fartsy. Oh, I'm a insta influencer kind of thing. Right. So yeah. It's a good jab at both sides. Like, yeah, yeah, the person that is, you know, on the left is kind of, like, the hippie type. Mm -hmm. And the people on the right are the, like, you know, rich, pompous type. Yeah. Like, his wife, she's wearing pearls, and she's going, oh, my God. Like, she almost (laughs) does that kind of thing. Right, yeah. And so, I I think it takes a good jab at both sides. I don't know if you can tell what Ryan Johnson himself believes. And that might be the point. He might have been like, oh, I I actually don't want to say anything. I just want to poke fun at this situation. Right, yeah. And... Cause like when you ugh, I can't bring up that, cause there's <laughs> one character that kind of doesn't do that and you don't tell, you can't really tell what their politics are. Oh, and I okay. think that was the point was like, they're not into the politics. They're just into this aspect of it. And I can't really say too much. About oh, okay. Yeah. It. Um, like they just genuinely want to be like a, a good person and doesn't matter about the politics. They just want to help. Oh kind yeah. Of thing. Um, and so that's that's like again if it's commentary it's really well done commentary to where you can't even tell it's yes, like yeah. good satire it's hard to tell from you know not
0: <laughs> oh right right yeah
1: so if anybody's like oh like because that's that's the hard thing about politic or wow I, my brain just like <laughs> had a full stop there <laughs> uh, political commentary in movies is even if you agree with it, sometimes you want to go in the movie like, I, I, I just want to get away from politics right now. I just – I agree with you, but stop it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then if it's something you disagree with, you're like, oh, this is – this is making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah.
0: But isn't that the point? It's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, but you, That's what if art you does. have that all the time, you're just feeling uncomfortable <laughs> all the time.
1: And sometimes you want to go – I just want to go watch John Wick shoot dudes in the face sometimes. Yeah yeah not all the time it gets tiring it gets boring it's very vapid um sometimes you need like yeah like oh yeah give me i just want to hear everything that i believe politically <laughs> like i just want to be in an echo chamber for yeah. like yeah. two hours that's why i like the full range of yeah to me it's like oh what's the right way to do it it's like well i like them all because i want to take in different aspects i want to be hit over the head i want it to be subtle i want it to be non-existent yeah it just depends on my my mood that that time i want to watch a movie right yeah so that being said if you're going to this movie going like oh my god it's gonna be politics like no they're gonna it's it's specifically uncomfortable in a way because it's you've been in your family and you've had family on both sides saying some stuff and even the family you agree with they say it in a weird way and you're like oh that's kind of weird <laughs> yeah like like i, I get your intention but you're not going about it right way, and that's the point of that it's a family fighting about politics part yeah and if, if it actually feels real <laughs> Um, but, but anything other uh
0: Oh, what was something that I wanted to point out?
1: I mean, Ryan Johnson's probably left if we're gonna be honest.
0: Probably what? Oh, oh yeah. Well, actually, I think so.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. No, I don't want to get into it too much. I don't.
0: know. I think I got enough from this movie that I. I. Don't, I, I think he. I don't think he's a Nazi. <laughs> well, he. <laughs> I mean, he bashes the alt right, and I think
1: most of us can sit there and say, "Yeah, that's that's fine." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So there's some people on the right. It's like, okay, I, I see where you are getting at. It's like the alt right. No, 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 no. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. You start, you know, condoning white nationalism. You're like, okay,
0: yeah, you know, go away, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, especially like uh, the conservatives, because they're like, oh, you're you're making, yeah, don't don't do this. you we we want our president to win. So it's-. Yeah, because
1: yeah, because like, okay, I don't want to get into politics. Sorry, guys. Oh, I wasn't really getting into politics. <laughs> I know, now, I but know, but yeah. I was about to. Oh, okay. <laughs> or not yeah. into politics, but complicated politics, where you have that person that you agree with, and then they say that one thing, you're like,
0: oh, oh, what? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: It's like, yeah, I th- I think that the whole Jeffrey I- I Epstein stuff is kind of shady. Yeah, and, you know, the thing about 9-11, like, oh, God, don't go there, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa, keep it contained. Because there's been people that I've, like, said it politically talked about, like, with. Like, oh, yeah, th- that is kind of weird, and I just want to look into it.
0: Yeah, you know, you know, the lizard people. It's like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, yeah, once you get, like... Cause you you can get, get pretty far into conspiracy theory and you're like oh wow. Then once you get to lizard people, that's when you're like okay oh I've never gotten to lizard people with somebody that I no I, I've never actually
1: talked to somebody I've that gotten to flat Earth Jared. Oh really? A e- I... little bit like I think kind I've of ran into to him on the else. internet, but not like real life. No, this guy I was sitting there talking to we were, we were just talking about stuff and he was just like oh cool you're into the same interest, you're into this and that and like oh, you're a comedian. And he was just funny. He had good comedic timing. He oh, knew, yeah. He wasn't just doing it as like a, oh, he's the funny friend. Yeah. He was like trying to do like the the comedy circuit kind of stuff. So oh, okay, yeah. So he knew the actual practices behind that and the, the grinding in that. And then like I saw him another day, I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's talking to a friend. And he's like, yeah. But the thing about the flat earth is like it's, I mean, if you really look into it, oh, my God, dude, you're going to see a lot of stuff. And like, <laughs> I was just like, uh, like I wasn't paying attention to anybody. I I was turned away from him and I'm just like trying to listen, but also like really not wanting to listen. I'm oh, like, right. Yeah. I got to go. <laughs> I got to leave this room. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, those kind of people is just like, they're there and you don't know it until you really know it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And I'm sure people have coworkers like, Oh, I always thought, like, his ideas were a little bit weird, and then, oh, that way. We... <laughs> because, like, when somebody warms up to you, they start to tell you their crazy
0: stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we don't know. No, yeah, yeah. You run into that a lot with the... Uh... Well, I don't know if I should say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, go, you know, meeting people while going through uh, sobriety stuff... <laughs> Oh yeah, you can see some nut jobs there too. Yes. Yes. I I don't mean to be disparaging because I'm one of them. Not one of the nut jobs. One oh, of the here people we, Here we go, Jared.
1: Recovery. I'm just kidding. I mean, I am a nut job, but in, in your own
0: individual way. Right, yeah, exactly. I'm a special kind of nut job. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Wow, but... we're going to end up on the news one day. <laughs> Was there anything else I see that I wanted to um yeah, yeah. This this movie,
1: like the reason, like we always try to sit there and say, like, I, I feel like this is how this podcast podcast goes. We say something about a movie, like in this instance, um, going it blind. That's usually the best way to go in a movie. Yeah. And then we hit the next week. We hit something's like really go into it blind. Yeah. Because other ones, it's like they always benefited, but it's not that big a deal. This one is just the best because it's.
0: Yeah. I,
1: I feel like every good movie. I I switch tracks so fast. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like every good movie has some element of mystery to it. That's yes, what intrigues yeah. you? Like at the end of the day, it's like, oh, what's gonna happen?
0: I and mean, that's literally what a spoiler is, right? It's it's the it's ruining of a spoiling mystery. the mystery. Yeah, this one
1: is specifically a mystery. That's the yes, movie. Yeah, that's the genre. The whodunit genre is a murder mystery, and so this one's like. Yeah, don't look up any any of the characters.
0: The trailers are fine, actually. Yeah, I think that... they show a lot. There is one instance even though I didn't recognize the person? Well, a little bit, but no the 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 spider on her face. Oh, yeah. But I didn't recognize
1: Yeah, because like when that moment starts coming up like I know it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, but I didn't or... know that's who it was going to be. Even though like Oh, I guess Yeah, even
1: he... It just ruined that I knew exactly what was going to happen in that moment. But who it happened to, you don't really know because it's so quick in the trailer. Yeah. And there's so many characters you really don't know. Like, okay. Um, I didn't even know who that person was most of the movie. Yeah, because they were... Because, like, what I was trying to say earlier, there was tiers of characters. There's really upfront main characters. Um, there's a couple of the family members that are there a lot, but they're not necessarily the main. You can tell they're not the main. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of ancillary characters. Yes. It's the second time I word that use that. I word that used today. Uh, I use that word in this podcast. Yeah. Um, so I would say there's about three tiers of characters in this and you get that in a movie, blah, 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 but there's so limited of characters. It's such a small scope of a movie. Yeah. And I wonder if that's what actually makes it great is it's right, mostly yeah. in just like that house and just in that area. Um,
0: that like but yet it still feels see... like this huge cast of characters when it's like kind of not. I guess that's why kind the of... tears like you need something like that to make that work.
1: Yeah, because then you don't have them overshadowing each other or yeah. stepping on each yeah. other kind of thing. That's what I was worried was going to actually happen in the trailer because the trailer shows him interviewing everybody and I thought it was just going to be like going through every single character. Yeah. But they keep it brief or yeah, it's it's not overdone. It's just to give you enough information so you can build a timeline on what happens, because it's like that's what the detectives are doing—building a timeline of what happened when they had their yeah. party and then he died. Right. Yeah. And but yeah, I guess that's just a standard of Who Done It, and it works well because they keep it simple. Yeah. So that way you see all these little pieces, but you're like, okay, what what's missing in this? What's missing in that?
0: I and you know how like I I said afterwards, I was like, um. The whole idea that a good mystery, if you're smart enough, you should be able to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't sure if this movie was that way or not. I think it is. It's just that you're going to miss out on some very key details that they don't reveal till the end. But I think for the most part, you should be able to have a general idea of what's going on if you're smart enough. I sure as hell had no idea. I I think
1: how I enjoy this kind of movie and how I think people would enjoy it with other people is you kind of like in the beginning when you start to learn all the characters you take your bets. Yeah. In any kind of like murder mystery you should be able to take a bet and be like, "Okay, I think it's him because his motive is this." Cuz it starts showing like what each of their motives could be. Like yeah. this thing happened, this event happened or this whatever. And so you're like, "Okay, is that enough motive to kill the the grand? Right, yeah. And um I think a bad one is when you have somebody the worst ones when you have like a character come out of nowhere and that's, "I'm the killer." Oh, right, Like yeah. Or some like really, like, they showed them once. Um, I think there was an episode of CSI <laughs> Oh, where I started to figure it out. It was the character that had the least amount of screen time was the killer. Oh, if yeah. If they focus on anybody too long, I'm like, okay, they're not it. Yeah. And that's the worst because they just, like, oh, well, we got to put them in somewhere. And they put them in quick. Like, yeah. Like, it was somebody, like, answering a phone call or, like, having them sign something. And that, that ended up being the killer because they were so smart and they were disguised. Like, yeah, that's the worst. It's when you have everybody up front, and one of them is the killer.
0: Also, that was, like, one part while I was watching this. There was just a part where I was like, I swear to God, if the killer is just somebody we haven't met yet, I'm going to be kind of pissed. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's not good. But, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, so, like, in this one, it's, it's well done because you're like, okay, did he actually kill himself? Did one of his family members kill him? Was it this or this? Can't really, you know, say. Yeah. And... And so, like, to me, that that's what it is. It's like you're either betting with your friends, but in this movie, you can't really, if you're going in blind. Right, yeah. Or you're just kind of betting with yourself, like, okay, I'm going to pick that one. I think he did it. Okay, 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 he did it. Yeah. Okay, uh, then burst into it. Fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's one part, and I'm not going to say when in the movie or anything. Mm-hmm. There is a part where there is a reveal, and it's just, and there's still movie left and you're just kind of going well what can happen now and i think at that point it all i almost lost interest but then there was just enough make go. well then what's going to happen now it's not necessarily revealing everything and i
1: i think i felt like no there's some loose threads yeah yeah so it's like there is a reveal but there's more to reveal
0: right yeah
1: like actually i think there's those ones are the apparent ones, but I think there's constant reveals. Yeah. And so there's some big, big ones that you kind of, like, overshadow the other ones. I think that's what a good murder mystery is. Yeah. It's not leading up to one big reveal. It's slowly revealing it. So then, like, at any stage, you're just kind of like, w- wait a minute. Okay, what's okay, what's going to happen next? Right. Because yeah. if you can see the reveal coming, you can kind of start to build the structure. This one starts to kind of go different directions. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, that's why it's... Because uh, if you were betting with your friends, a good, murder mi- mis- uh, a good murder mystery, you're also betting against the movie. And the yeah. movie's playing the game, too, of trying to best you at all right, times. Right, yeah. And so a good movie doing that is going to have things go sideways every once in a while. But yeah. not too sideways to where it doesn't make sense. And so that's why this movie is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> One big flaw to me. I guess those big reveals it does feel a little bit boring, but I was I was still intrigued enough. Yeah, I was like, okay, exactly. Like, okay, what's gonna happen now? Yeah. Um, one big flaw, and I don't know if it was meant to be campy or not. Is Daniel Craig's character? He's the detective, and he's from like Louisiana or Georgia or somewhere real southern. Oh yeah, and he's got a real southern accent. Not actually not like that. He's got that Georgian southern accent. Oh the, yeah, French ish. Um, and I. He holds the accent really well, but it feels a little too much like an accent. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I know somebody from Georgia. I can could see that. You can hear the accent coming through. This one felt like it was really forced, like he was almost out of time.
0: Yeah. but it, I could see that. I
1: wonder if that was kind of that character on purpose, because he's the detective.
0: Right, yeah. And detectives, especially in murder mysteries, are dramatic. Overly dramatic and I, I i thought like i feel
1: like is that character specifically trying to be more dramatic cuz that's he sees himself as a detective as like you know through the blinds like l- harsh lighting kind of oh this dame walked into my my office oh, does he right, right, see yeah. himself that way cuz then that kind of makes sense so that's why it's like i can't tell if he does or doesn't so it it kind of it's a little i mean you start to get into it i guess but there's moments where i'm just like yeah and is it because I know you're a British actor? <laughs>
0: yeah, I know that. I've
1: thought about that before. So with certain it's, things. It's kind of hard to tell if it's just me or if
0: it's. I think, I think it's a little bit of both, because I think if you're really good at what you're doing, it should be flawless. Because like, what was it? I watched uh, a whole entire movie with Emma Watson, and then afterwards, I'm like, oh my god, Emma Watson is is English. Yeah. And she just has an American accent throughout the whole thing and I didn't even it didn't even like phase me. Yeah. Whereas, like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in, um, in uh, uh, Dr. Strange Oh it was it was weird for me. I was like, this doesn't feel right. I don't know. I don't know if it was that his American accent isn't great or if it's just I know him so well as Sherlock, even though I don't like that show. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. I think that Dr Strange is a good
1: one. Because it's like, yeah, you you got an English accent, or I'm sorry, an American accent, but it's too American.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny because in in the the later things, like when he's in like uh, the Avengers movies, I think it's it's okay, it's fine. I think it's just in the original Doctor Strange movie, it just seemed like it, off. It, it almost
1: like once he kind of got more practice with it and got more training, maybe it yeah, was better, or maybe just like different direction, um, could be. It could be like, you know, it's a perfect Georgian accent, but Georg- Georgian accents are very noticeable. Oh yeah. Because that is that, that weird French influence on it. Oh yeah. And then the one joke that was in the trailer that made me really wanna hate this movie. Oh, first.
0: I I was gonna bring this up myself.
1: CSI <laughs> Kentucky, KFC. KFC.
0: Because it, it was the joke for the mainstream audiences. It's that's what it's exactly sounded like. Like yeah, it, to me
1: it would even be better if he was just like C S I Kentucky? that that's better. Yeah. That's to me, that's better. But KFC, it's like such a.
0: I I had to kind of go, I don't, well, I guess I get it, but it's dumb. Yeah. Um, it was funny because in, when we were there, like one person laughed, I think. Whereas every time we watched the trailer in the theaters, every time before the whole audience, like we erupted laughing. Like I'm like, a, that's so stupid.
1: We had an older audience and I think that helped. Yeah. <laughs> could be. Um, yeah, to me, like, I know I'm nitpicking on one little joke. Uh, like CSI Kentucky, to me, that is an acknowledgment of how stupid sometimes the CSI naming is. Because it was CSI. Yeah. It's CSI Los Angeles. Right, yeah. And did they... They went, like, I think CSI Louisiana. I think there was something like that. Um, let's
0: see. There was CSI Las Vegas. Or oh, was that the original? Oh,
1: no. There was CSI Las Vegas.
0: No, that's that's C- the original, I
1: think. CSI is just... No, CSI.
0: Yeah, I know. But, I mean, CS, the original CSI takes place. But-
1: oh, does it? Yeah, it's just... Just that naming convention was the joke. Because, like, you take that same naming convention for um, Law & Order, which is seen as the more serious one. I think because it was more serious, they didn't want to do locations. There's Law and & Order and Law and & Order Special Victims Unit. Oh, right, yeah. And it was, like, a little bit more serious in it where... Oh, no, it's just the same in a different place.
0: Oh, right, yeah. And, of
1: course, yeah, the style's going to change because... Yeah, Los Angeles one takes place in Los Angeles so it's going to have a lot more of that California feel. And it's also it's it might be one of those things when you take shows like that and it's just a, a xerox copy. It's not going to be get exactly the point of the original one. Yeah, it's going to try something new which could could be good, but I don't know if I've seen one that was just like, "Oh, this series is better than the last one because it took the ideas and made them better." It's like, "No, it always feels yeah. just like Oh, this is successful. Let's do it again. Right. You know.
0: Did you know that there was a Law and Order, um, UK?
1: No, I did not.
0: They have the the powdered wigs and everything, and yeah. it's Law and Order.
1: That's an actual thing. Yeah. No, no. I mean, the I powder- know, no, I know, oh, I know.
0: Okay. I'm just saying that. Yeah, it's a Law and Order show, and they got the powdered wigs. UK. What- why? Why? <laughs> I get it. Well, I tradition. Think, I think but- actually America did it. For a little bit in the beginning, yeah, of America, but no, but just I, sure. no, that's fine. But stop, <laughs> we can stop it I don't, now. I don't mind it. I think it's kind of cool. no. It's
1: if I'm if I wind up in the UK and I'm innocent because I'm not gonna murder somebody, but they think I murdered somebody, and everybody's but it's in powdered wigs. I'm just like, this is a nightmare. This is <laughs> ridiculous. Can can we just take the wigs off? Is it illegal? Is it if you guys take the wigs off? Do I get dismissed? Like because of like, uh what is it like when the court is not taking things seriously or not trying you properly you can get your court dismissed and redone because like oh right yeah your lawyer isn't actually defending you properly yeah you can like okay no redo right if they take the wig off does that happen (laughs) i don't know like if i'm a lawyer right and i i if i'm a lawyer in the uk and it's just like you've studied your whole life you're you're gonna you know do things right, you're going to set people free, and you need to wear a fucking powdered wig? Like, <laughs> oh my... I'm sure it's not powdered for just I sanitary. actually don't
0: even know what that wo- that means, powdered wig. I think they actually powdered it. Really? Yeah. Why?
1: Lice or something. Oh. I, I don't know if that actually killed the lice off, but that's why they had the wigs.
0: Intr- oh, really?
1: I think I... Okay, this is what the public school system taught me. This is what I'm going to spout. Good point. <laughs> it
0: could... But, it it could literally just be the America making fun of the British for their macaroni.
1: Or it could have been my teacher saying, I don't know, lice. <laughs> and us little kids are impressionable and took it for the rest of the rest of our lives. <laughs> the world is stupid, Jared. <laughs> when you grow up more and more, you just realize nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> uh.
0: okay so um we didn't watch a second movie so i'm not gonna worry about that for now um i read all of this news last time with brandon so i might as well just read it again um so netflix and nickelodeon have formed a multi-year deal to produce original animated feature films and television series based on a uh, based both on Nickelodeon library of characters as well as new IP. And I'm wondering if this is, has anything to do with like competition at Disney plus.
1: Yeah. Um, cause a lot of people I know they're upset about, Oh, why there's all these different streaming services. And it's like, it kind of needed to happen because Netflix was really trying hard to beat out TV with its originals and try oh, to make yeah. some money with originals. Cause like sitting there licensing all the time was probably not too profitable. Right, yeah. Um, so they needed to make their own productions and make money off of that. So having these other streaming services can make for, like, Netflix is like, okay, we got to do better. We got to do something more. And so I would not doubt it. Because yeah. if if something's going to take down Netflix, Disney is going to be the one yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah. They have a huge back catalog. And, like, you just they just hold on to some movies and, you know, subscriptions start to dip down. You're like, oh, hey, we just released this. And so they at least get more subscriptions for that month, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, ten bucks a month, people are like, "Oh, that's you know, it's not that expensive." But if you were buying a Disney movie a month, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, you saw one Disney movie a month in the theater. That's about ten bucks, ten to twelve bucks. Right. Yeah. So, um, if, if it just dips all, especially if they're just making money off of just you know stuff they've already made, they've already had and made money off of. Yeah. That's pretty good. So Netflix does have to sit there and kind of crank it up and like, okay, we got to start releasing stuff. Right. Yeah. And with, with Nickelodeon, that's a good partnership because I don't know if there's anywhere you can really watch Nickelodeon stuff other than it being on like you buy episodes on Amazon or if it's kind of just sprayed out onto other or spread out onto other streaming services. Right. Yeah. And if now they can kind of contain it, then Netflix can be maybe Nickelodeon's home.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe um so that'd be interesting
1: that's a good idea because like that being said i don't know if there's that many i guess for nostalgic reasons there's some good nickelodeon stuff but yeah like maybe some old like nickelodeon movies that are cheesy yeah. but like oh no i watch this during halloween or during right Christmas yeah,
0: yeah. Like it's like so i definitely want new uh Because it says, like, all new IP, and that sounds great. Mm -hmm. And it's like, part of me is like, oh, yeah, maybe they'll bring back Rugrats and Doug. The other parts will be like, oh, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, Well, the thing is, does Nickelodeon have access to Doug anymore? Because, you know, Disney had Doug at some point. Oh, I don't know. So I don't know if they even have have that anymore. Or if it's some
1: other third party that bought it or something. (laughs) Maybe. Or maybe not bought it, but licensed it, and so then that'll run out. Right. I don't know. People will definitely want it, but it's obvious. It's just one of those extremely nineties show. Yeah, that I don't know if it could do well in like modern times. Right. That yeah. and Rugrats were totally nineties.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely.
1: Like when Rugrats like did the all grown up stuff, it was just like, okay, this is not the same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, do you know anything about? Uh, okay, so since disney acquired fox disney plus now has the simpsons right yeah well on uh, Dis- uh simpsons used to be on another streaming service i don't remember what
1: i think it was just called simpsons world
0: no i mean i think it was like on hulu or something
1: it was its own website it was on hulu, it was probably on hulu too but the main if you wanted to go and watch like every episode it was right. it was like a a dedicated website
0: oh okay cuz i thought i read that there was one of those like amazon or hulu or something But uh, since, you know, The Simpsons started in the 90s, and back then, it was actually made in 4.3. Yeah. Well, um, since... Oh, and then once they came into the New Age, they actually started making them in the widescreen. Well, um, the old streaming service offered both full... For the old episodes, full screen or widescreen. Well... No.
1: hmm. Offered both. Original format... And then full screen. Wide screen, something different. Oh. Because, yeah, because what you're talking about, the it would either keep it at the 4.3 or it would zoom it in to fill um, the screen? Yes, yeah. I guess
0: so, yeah. Um, and they offered both. Well, Disney Plus only offers the whatever you want to call it, the, the, the whole. The zoom, the, the. A 1080 aspect ratio, whatever, whatever that yeah. is, yeah. Well, the problem is. That's cutting out jokes. Yeah. Visual gags. Yeah. And it just it's just interesting.
1: Yeah, because like uh, I think that was an issue on the website before. Um, oh, that, yeah. That was hosting it. And then they added, like, oh, you can watch it in its original format. Right. Um, But now Disney's like, oh, well, we'll get on it. And it's just like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because, like, Simpsons was very, like, very much a visual comedy show. Yeah. Like, a lot of it was visuals. And so, yeah, like, uh, it's just a diminished uh, experience. Um, I think that's what people are starting to realize. Like, if you try to go back and watch stuff, like, biggest uh, like um, villain in this is Star Wars. If you want to go back and watch the original Star yeah. Wars, oh yeah, you legally cannot.
0: Yeah, you, ha- you have to do Same some work with, around. Uh, uh, him George Lucas's other film that came before Star Wars, THX? X, Yes, you really? can't. You can't watch. watch you it. can watch it legally, but you can't watch it in high def. Oh, okay. Like, you'd have to go and get an old, like, yeah. uh, Yeah. But Star Wars, apparently, yeah, you can't watch the original cut legally. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like... Unless you already owned an old copy.
1: You can't watch the theatrical theatrical cut at all, because he sat there and changed it all the time, even before the DVD stuff.
0: Oh, wow. Or, I mean, like, what about, like, VHS?
1: Like, even before... It didn't really come out on VHS, till much later. When
0: did VHS start? Was that, like, the 80s? Because the original Star Wars, yeah, was late seventies. Yeah, and even so then, he may have already tweaked it before he even got on a VHS. Even
1: then, I don't know when movies coming out on VHS was a thing, though. Right. Yeah. That I I wonder if that was mostly a like a low budget thing, like oh it came out in VHS because right. it was a you know yeah. crappy indie movie kind of thing. Um. So, because I I think a, how a lot of people saw it was like HBO or something like that. Like, even then later on when they weren't alive for, like, theatrical releases. Right, yeah. Or it would go on – it was basically going on tour. It would come back around. Yeah. But the second time it comes back around, it might have been a different cut too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just saw something today, and I kind of want to look into it. Like, people, like, kind of rebuilding an original cut, like finding different sources of footage. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And I wonder if people trying to find, like – old like maybe 35 it was probably it was released on like 35 millimeter reels right i think like so. most movies were um i wonder if people have tried to like get old reels yeah um and then maybe compare the reels and be like oh maybe this this section of this movie is a more original because i wonder if it so was, that, the reels were i'm different.
0: actually kind of curious because now that i'm thinking it, like they're like if it wasn't even available for like distribution like that then what does that mean like people say you can't watch it legally then how do you how, how do you watch it then
1: watch what The original Star Wars theatrical cut. Either someone probably had a 35 millimeter and um, was able to digitize it. Oh, okay. Because like those were around right they were owned by lucas but maybe some kind of slipped through the cracks yeah oh this one's destroyed like oh just destroy it but they were able to get sections of it
0: right yeah or like maybe some movie theater chain just kept some you know i don't know i don't know how any of that shit works just like oh it got lost you know i think you usually sent it
1: back because that was their property
0: yeah um but it could have been just like oh
1: we lost one wall you're gonna get fined a lot and then it turns up later you know yeah I'm sure you got to find a lot
0: because <laughs>
1: right. I, I it probably depends on the company, but they want to keep hold of their, their stuff. So you're not sitting there showing 35 millimeter rolls reels without them knowing. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause before digital, you had to keep track of it. You couldn't right. revoke rights to anything. You had to, it was a physical thing that you had to keep your eye on. Yeah. And if a theater sitting there running it like, Oh yeah, we stopped running it and they're still running it and making the full money. And not yeah. The theater, Yeah. Yeah. Sure they had to protect against that. Right. And I'm sure there was some people finding a way to duplicate the reels. (laughs) You know? It's really illegal stuff.
0: (laughs) This actually leads into the next piece of news. I don't I don't I have a feeling you probably haven't heard of this. You might have, I don't know. The Justice Department uh is either has or is about to terminate a long standing legal rule for movie distribution, which might really fuck everything up. It's this rule they came up with back in oh shit, I don't remember, the seventies or something. Apparently, um, or actually maybe even before that, I'm really bad with time. Could have been the forties. I'm really bad with time. It's like how I don't know the difference between a million and a billion, or actually I don't know the di- you know, a thousand and a million, like I can't comprehend it. Um, same with time. Anyway, uh, the movie studios used to own the movie theaters. They still do, but they own like a single theater or something. And, or, and so they had a lot they they pulled a lot of bullshit when they owned all the theaters mm-hmm. for, or or when they were selling to theaters they're like well we'll sell you this movie but it, it has to be a package deal and it also has to come with all these other movies that the movie theater might not want to show yeah and but uh, the justice department made a law that they can't do shit like this if a movie theater wants to just buy the one movie they can and he, and they can and the the the, um, the studios can't just own all the theaters and shit like that well apparently they're terminating this rule so you know uh hollywood get my might get really Uh, weird right now
1: i don't think it's gonna change much because that's how i know disney had this biggest thing of you have to show i don't know what it was maybe avengers because that was the big thing oh you have to show it if your theater has star wars it was star wars yeah like, if you have 12 theaters in, in this, this yeah. mega theater, you have to show it on at least six or something like right, that. Right, yeah. And a lot of small ones couldn't do that because, or you had to show it for a certain length of time. Yeah. And small theaters, like, we can't show this because if we if yeah. we show it for this length of time, not enough people are going to come near the tail end and we're going to go out of business. Yeah. And so I think Disney's already had the weight, so you it actually might not be that much different. It's going to get right. worse, obviously, but because it's already had so much weight, it could kind of get away with anything. And I'm thinking that's why it's getting terminated because yeah. Disney has so much weight.
0: Right. It. But there's an example of studios owning theaters every now and then. Like, the El Capitan is owned by Disney. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you didn't you know that? No. That's where they do all the premieres for Disney oh, movies. They okay. don't do it at the Kodak. Is that where they do the premieres? Anyway, I don't know. Uh, they do it at the El Capitan. And I, 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 would, I would open up the document I have to read more on this, but at the moment... I don't want to move anything because I don't want my microphone to get unplugged. <laughs> my foot really hurts, and I can't adjust. Um, so um, a Joker sequel is officially in the works, apparently.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. It made. Th- I was like, once it made a certain amount of money, I'm like, yeah, it's going to happen. Well,
0: I mean, there was a point where Todd Phillips was like, nah, no, that's not going to happen. But now, apparently, both him and Joaquin are on board. Well, because the studio went like this. You want
1: money? Yeah, true. It's like, no. You want a lot of money, maybe? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, everybody has a price. Jared.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, what are your like? Do you do you think this is a good thing? Do you think it should have just ended where it ended? That's no, fine. It's not gonna take away from my experience. I feel I like it should have just ended, Joker. but I'm also hoping it it enters into the uh, some sort of cinematic universe. But that might be awful. <laughs> oh, I, I, I just yeah, whatever. To me, it's just like okay. Right. It's going to
1: do its thing, and I'll just be there for the ride. So, good good point. Good point. Um, To me, it's not going to, like, if it does fail hard, it's like, okay, cool. Then the Joker movie is the only one in that little universe. Right. And that's fine to me. Yeah. A lot of people go like, oh, this ruined my childhood. It's like, well, no, that didn't change. You can just block that out of your memory. Yeah. You can just say it's non-canon. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, the... True. Um, M. Night Shyamalan... Uh, Air, Last Airbender didn't ruin the original show for me, because prequels
0: wouldn't... did ruin Star Wars though. No, <laughs> no, I don't care. I don't. <laughs> oh, no,
1: that's actually a good example of something ruining it because they talk about how the Force actually works. Oh right, yeah. But then, like, when you go and watch the the original trilogy, how they talk about it's like these. That's not what it is. No, right. You yeah. Just came yeah. up with it later, so you can sit there and say it's non-canon.
0: Yeah, I can.
1: I don't know. I can just ignore. Turn information <laughs> and just go no that's just a fan movie that was made with a high budget <laughs> yeah
0: um elizabeth banks the writer i don't wait i don't know if she wrote it but she directed the charlie's angels movie yeah oh, uh God. she's blaming men for not wanting to see female led movies what did that's why say? it did bad
1: what did she say exactly uh, i
0: don't have cuz
1: that's down. the cuz that's the titles and to, to be a little bit of a
0: devil's advocate for her. To be honest, I, 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 I think about it sometimes because I think there is actually some truth to it. But. I, I just. It's just. The only reason is because I think. It, I've read the reviews. Charles Angels is just. It's just a bad movie. So it's like. But I think there is truth to be said that men tend to not want to watch female led movies. Oh, sure. But like Ghostbusters was also awful. But.
1: But that made a m- bunch of money. It did. That uh, That's true. Because it was Ghostbusters. And so yeah. even the people that were just like, oh, this is going to suck. They went and saw it. I don't think there was a hardcore. I could be wrong. I don't think there was hardcore Charlie's Angels
0: fans. No. like How did the other one do with Lucy Lou Oh, and it was completion. But I, how did it do financially? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not thinking about it financially because it could have
1: done well at the time. Because it's also comp- well,
0: you're ta- talking about popularity, so that's important, I think.
1: I, I'm also talking context. You know, surrounding those other movies, was there much else to see too? Oh, and true. It's also and a movie when of- Charlie's
0: <laughs> Angels this new one came out. There was and, a lot of stuff to see.
1: And those ones are pretty sexist. If you go sexist, if you go back and watch yeah. them, they're really showing off. Like, oh, these are three hot ladies. You're gonna kind of see them scantily clad, and naked. Right. That's gonna sell tickets. This one was trying to be more of a serious, like spy movie like yeah you know three you know agents going out and on a mission kind of thing yeah but what i saw from the trailer was just like well i I won't go into my personal opinion of it yet so when you have those other movies that were just schlock and it wasn't good schlock it was just like here's hot women look at them blah 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 it's very sexist in that way over time, it was just like, "Oh wow, yeah, Charlie's Angels, that was bad, huh? Yeah, that was bad." Yeah. And so when the new ones came out, like, "No, we're not gonna watch this. That was bad." Good point. Yeah. And so I think it was that. Yeah, you do have a lot of issues of people have a hard time relating to a female lead in movies and games and all that, or a, a lead that's not male, white, and dark brown hair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, but we're coming into an age where more and more accept it, and so especially Ghostbusters. Uh, ghostbusters totally used the feminist thing to its right its side for yeah. the wrong reasons because it wasn't a good movie if it was a good yeah. female empowerment one that's great but this one could have been that i'm like oh okay it's looking kind of just like not exploitative it's just right yeah like oh they didn't change the gender of the character no these characters are always been female we just want to bring it back yeah, yeah. it's just like ah oh, that ip like <laughs> this this old spy stuff it's like unless you're gonna like do something campy. Maybe that could work. This one seemed to take more of a serious route and it took the route of uh, what would be the equivalent? Like something that has kind of a similar feel to how this new Charlie's angels.
0: What is it called? Is it just Charlie's angels? I think so.
1: Like it's just a hard reboot kind of thing.
0: Um, yeah, I think so. I just, uh, a few changes like uh Bosley is now a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who, wait, somebody plays Charlie. I don't remember who. I don't Somebody. think
1: anybody ever like you. You know the voice. But oh, supposed, he's just a voice. He's isn't just a he? voice box. Yeah, I
0: forget about that. Exactly. Yeah, it was never interesting. It's
1: supposed to be so secretive they don't even know who their boss is. Kind yeah. Of um,
0: which like yeah, you can play into
1: that, but I I think in order to do that, you have to take like the um do something like twenty one Jump Street. Yeah. Everybody's going to that like, this is going to be a piece of shit. This is funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 22 Jump Street, this is going to be shit. How is this funny too? <laughs> right. And so I, I, I think it was just a combination of – maybe that's an aspect of it. People don't want to see the the female – it's not just female lead. It's an all-female cast. Yeah, right, yeah. Which actually like, – I, I don't know if you should do that. Does that feel too patronizing in to a do way? What? To like To have just all females. There's – basically implying there's no men in this universe kind of, not, but not really
0: oh i i don't know it depends on how you do it because there's movies where there's like all men
1: so most of them <laughs> yeah but that that's also just inaccurate true unless it's like a very small story where it's like right it focus on two people it's like yeah chances are they could just be the same gender yeah um
0: we also got to remember they are movies, and they, they're not based in fact. Sure, but there has to be some sort of logic behind it. Oh, no, I agree with that. It doesn't have to have
1: real events and real characters. It just has to feel like it's real in some aspect. Right. And you can you can trick the audience into thinking it's real when it's not. I wouldn't have... I, Because uh, I saw this commentary on... It was kind of like Tyler Perry type of movies where the cast is all black, and it's like, is this... Is this bad for movies? Because it's like oh, right. it's, it's almost like movie cast segregation kind of thing. Oh yeah, almost. Like you make the all male cast and you make the all female cast. It's like, well, how can we blend that to where it, it is right more? Um...
0: Well, just I don't have a problem with it just because like we've had all white cast and all male casts for the last you know hundred years. So. Oh sure,
1: and I think Charlie's Angels like all they did was change one character. Yeah, I think reasonably that 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 just and I don't even sense. know
0: we I haven't seen the movie, so like for all we know, that's literally the only change, and everything else is just like Pretty it's still th- the same thing. To me, that's
1: what it seems like. Yeah, yeah, Bosley's a woman now. It's like okay, cool. That's not right. I don't yeah. know who Bosley is. I don't have. I don't have, I didn't have bo- pictures of Bosley on my wall <laughs> when I was a kid. I don't have any attachment yeah. to it, <laughs> him or her or whoever. Um, yeah, I think like it, it's it's kind of hard to tell because on. You can go on the internet, and I'm sure you can find people saying, like, actually, no, I think I saw it. Oh, no, it was it was security guards at the movie theater. I was waiting for you one day. Oh. And they were talking about it. And I think they were talking about it in kind of a sexist way. Oh. Of, uh, like, Kirsten Stewart, oh, she's the lesbian character or something. And I don't know if she's lesbian in the movie or not. Right, yeah. I think it is because she's supposed to be the one that seduces guys. And that's the joke is she's oh, a lesbian. so okay. She, yeah. It, like, which you can play that up, like to her totally this is her job and so she's like fuck i hate this oh hi honey like she she hates her job like oh you because like if you take that aspect of um what i think martin scorsese does in like mafia uh movies is like oh mafia, you're a mafioso you you got a badass job it's like well no it's actually just a grind it's just another job
0: right yeah you do
1: that with a spy movie where you think oh they get to be spies i want to be a spy and you play off it like this is another day job to them, right? It's yeah, they're yeah. doing paperwork all day, essentially. <laughs> you know, yeah. shooting people's doing their paperwork, and like I think that aspect, I'm sh- that might
0: be in the movie too. Yeah, just
1: might be not executed properly, but it's there. Um,
0: because I mean, the thing well, is, s-
1: oh, I'm- sorry, just so I can finish it because I kind of trailed off. Oh yeah, the context of what I was saying is like it was also surrounded by a lot of big block hosts or movies that had just happened yeah and they're yeah. happening around it and so i think that could also affect it too right yeah um because it's always like when a big movie comes out other movies stay the hell away yeah movies games whatever exactly they're just like like a big movie st- will stake that claim years out and you will literally see movies just like a big gap of other movies around it yes yeah like people and if if movies that do appear there they're going to be a completely different audience they're going to try to capitalize right. on that like Oh, the people or, that hate Endgame, hate the whole superheroes, were going to do more like Hallmark type of like romantic comedies or something yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, I was going to say something that was actually totally wrong. So don't mind. They, I was, <laughs> because they want to make the most money off it as possible, so it wouldn't even make sense. So I was going to say <sighs> they're just going to stick a movie in that they know is going to do bad. Well, that's still bad because you still want to make as much money off it as possible. They're, so They're,
1: they're going to try to take advantage of the big gap. And yeah. find the audience that's not going to go see that. Yeah. That might not see their movie if there's another like like movie. Like exactly. If you you want to do a yeah. romantic movie when the big action blockbuster comes out in case people aren't into action. Yeah. They go, well, I want to see something this weekend. Oh, you know what? I, I haven't heard anything about that, but that looks like a romantic comedy or something. I'll yeah. I'll go see that. But if you do it at another time when there's a, a lull, there might be other romantic comedies coming out. And now you have to compete in the right. same kind of exactly. category. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so there, there's a way to do that. Where you, you understand, I'm already going to get a small amount of audience. I might be able to get more. Yeah, exactly. Because of yeah. a, a market gap kind of deal. Yeah. Um. And what if that's all Charlie's Angels needed? And people go like, oh, yeah, it was okay. Or people loved it. Like, they got super into the characters or something. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's kind of hard nowadays, I think, with building, like, in in those Charlie's Angels, it's supposed to be three different types of women that are all from what I got, because of the, the um, I don't know who directed those ones in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah, I have no 90s. idea. Um, But you had the the redhead, you had the blonde, and then the brunette was also Asian, so she had a little bit right. of difference. Yeah. And, you know, the blonde is more perky, the redhead's like smarter. And I don't know if this was actually racist at the time the the brunette Asian lady's got more fighting capability. I, <laughs> I never
0: thought about that. because
1: yeah. she seemed like the the, the badass kind of thing. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, well, I mean that's also in Agent of Shield. But anyway,
1: also power girls, <laughs> the blonde yeah. bubbly one, oh. the redheaded leader, and then the brunette badass. <laughs> I think that's just a trope that. Yeah. So it wasn't it
0: wasn't racist. It was just literally the hair color trope. <laughs> could be, could be. It's just the one I'm thinking of in um. And Agents of SHIELD is Asian.
1: Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I think that happened. That's a kind of a stayover of the whole Kung, Kung Fu Yeah, movie
0: Probably, stuff. yeah.
1: Um But like when you have something so like even though it's so obvious, like three different hair colors are all three different personalities. Right, yeah. I think that's what people actually like. They like to glom onto the stylized character. Yeah. That's why like superhero movies, they all have to have their their each unique character so they all somebody from every different kind of aspect can kind of glom onto one character. Right. This Charlie's angels, they kind of all seem the same. Yeah. Um, and that, that's what this movie felt. was like, it was just a big color gray over it. And we've had all this kind of colorful movies that have come out. And I wonder if that could affect it too. Could be. Yeah. To where it's just literally like it's almost just bland. Yeah. Um, I mean, spy movies are hard because if you don't go the campy route, a lot of times they just go the serious route because you can't have all the cool gadgets it without it being campy, right?
0: I th- yeah, I, I don't know. I think it can be done, but I think it's hard.
1: Because I was gonna be like, oh, if I uh, pertain it to video games, what
0: about Metal Gear? High tech, high camp. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, like in my opinion, like I don't, I personally, I'm not a fan of camp, but. I think the James Bond movies went downhill when they went serious. Even though the old James Bond movies were filled with misogyny and shit, but... Yeah. Oh, because that, that's... Yeah, that's that character. He's a womanizer kind of thing. It was because they used the excuse that, oh, Austin awesome Powers ruined it. And it's like, well... No, you just...
1: I don't know. <laughs> Did it ruin it because it kind of shined a light on it? <laughs>
0: Probably. I mean, you could still do camp. You just you can't be have misogyny and shit.
1: Oh no, I love that though. His character is actually not a womanizer, like the yes, whole like he understands yeah. consent and everything. Well, he's kind of a womanizer, but there's also this respect there. He's just sexed up, but yeah. He respects yeah. boundaries, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> like um, what? What's some examples of like straightforward serious spy dramas? Yeah, um, oh, all the um, what do you call it? Um,
1: shit, what's his name? Jack yeah, like, Ryan. Hun- uh, what? Jack Ryan.
0: Yes, no, that's exactly what oh. I'm bringing up. <laughs> but that was like real, like real world stuff. So you don't, yeah, you don't have the don't, gadgets and yeah. stuff. Yeah, because you think of spy movies. At least like
1: from when I was a kid, spy movies meant gadgets. Yeah, they yeah. meant some sort of, you know,
0: really hidden grappling hook that you can do. Yeah, it's almost Batman esque kind of stuff. What about like uh, is um, Jason Bourne? Those are serious, aren't they? And they, they're kind of gadgety. They're kind of futuristic, aren't they? Not re- well, not really with gadgets, other than like
1: the embedded, um, tracking device slash ID. But that's that's reasonable, right? Um, it was more about like conspiracy, like government black programs, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: or like black ops kind of stuff. Um, so there
0: are different variations of spy movie you could do, but if you want to get into the gadgets, it's gonna be goofy.
1: Yeah, that's the very cartoony one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, 60s spy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That's was the shit I loved as a kid. Ever tell you about my uh, alter ego when I was a kid? Jared, the top secret spy? <laughs> no, that was... That was my, my thing when I was a kid. I, w- I always wanted to play Jared the Top Secret Spy. Not even a code name. It's just literally your name, the Top Secret Spy. Like,
1: wow, that's really top secret. Well, I mean, you know, I
0: came up with it when I was like six. Like, what like, do you want?
1: i am imagining you in the, in the casino trying to, like, you know, play, the, play that hand with that, that, that villain. Like, so what's your name? Uh, it's Jared the Top Secret Spy.
0: Like, all right, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Name's Jared. Jared. Mission failed. Jared the Top Secret Spy. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> moving on. Um, so and I know you know this one, but everybody needs a reminder. Nicolas Cage <laughs> is set to play Nicolas Cage in a movie about Nicolas Cage, and I am a hundred percent on board. Isn't it, oh, what was it? He's trying to get in. He's trying to get, trying a, to get a job with Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so great. I want to I want to see it. I can't wait for that to to be a thing. I... If it's a brilliant
1: movie, that makes him taking every movie job really worth it. Because yeah. all of a sudden, intentional or not, that was turned into training for
0: this movie. Yeah, <laughs> and pretty I mean much. Decades yeah, decades of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope th- he does it like all the way, like full force. I think that's that. That
1: makes me really like him, because it. I feel like in his little personal story uh, in real life not like a fictional thing um that's how he got into trouble was he was too too much of like oh i'm a movie star and he bought everything and it came back to him and he had to pay off all the taxes and i wonder if that humbled him and now he's just super super sure, and he right. gets it and that makes it amazing cuz now he's willing to he's crazy you have guy like yeah I'll work with you and do it it's like, that's great. He's not going to be a diva. He's not going to ruin a production because he doesn't like it. He's going to be full force in it. And so, to me, that that bodes very well for this movie. Right. And even if it kind of fails, it's just like, oh, good on you. You tried to make something of it and take something, this this cultural meme, for lack of a better term, and turn it into something that's actually like a, like a bigger, like a more... a a massive version of like a Birdman kind of deal (laughs) where it's Michael Keaton taking the idea of like, yeah, I was in these shitty kind of action movies when I wanted to do some more art kind of stuff. And he, you know, knocks himself down a peg because, you know, to prove a point kind of thing. So I, I, I wonder how that'll, that'll turn out.
0: For more movie-related content, head on over to RidgeViewDrive.com for reviews, shorts, and more. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RidgeView underscore Drive and Facebook at RidgeViewDriveProductions. You can find me on all those social medias at DarkJackWolf. We have a Patreon. Uh, the $15, the $30, and the $50 tiers have the ability to request specific reviews once a month at Patreon.com RidgeViewDrive. You could also request reviews at coffee.com ficom slash ridgeviewdrive slash commissions. That's K-O-F-I. Another way you could support us is by visiting our page on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or just about any other podcasting platform and giving us a rating. It could really help us get some more recognition. You also don't have to be selfish and keep us all to yourself. Tell your friends, family, all about us. Maybe they would like to listen. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Tuesday Matinee. Go check out one of the films we recommended, and have a nice day.